Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or maybe early good night for people who are joining us from different parts of the world. This is Naval and Mahesh from Bangalore and Hyderabad joining in to discuss a bit on how coding in India has evolved. Uh, I met Mahesh some time ago through a LinkedIn recommendation and we uh, joined together on a one-on-one on -on -one conversation and we just, our ideas just resonated. So I thought, why not make it in the form of a podcast? so that others can listen to it and can share their opinion and feedback. Uh, it's such a great pleasure to start this new podcast series called In Conversation With. Uh, and today's our guest is Mahesh Shadri. Mahesh, hi, good morning. How are you doing? Hi, Naval. I'm doing great. And it's uh, nice to talk to you early on this Sunday morning. Yeah, great. So yeah. Mahesh, uh, why don't you tell us a bit about uh, why this uh, topic sounded good to you and what are we planning to discuss today and a bit about what you uh, are currently working on? Well, this topic, uh, when you shared it with me, Naval, I just loved it because uh, coding is something which uh, gave me the bread and butter to begin with. I used to be a computer science engineer mm -hmm. who done, has done a lot of development uh, in my first 12 years of my mm -hmm. career. So I'm actually a computer science engineer from a college called Avi College of Engineering in Bangalore. Mm -hmm. And I've done a lot of development right from the from legacy technologies like C, C++, you know, back in the old days of mm -hmm. 2000. And I've done a lot of development across languages like Perl and Java and Visual C++, yeah, mm -hmm. those days. So, and I've done development across domains. It's just not about technologies I'm talking about. I've worked mm -hmm. with different domains. Uh, so these technologies have get cut across domains like uh, automotive, avionics, healthcare, uh, banking. Yeah. So uh -huh. I've been able to appreciate the application of these technologies across domains as well. Uh -huh. So it's it's just not coding. It's not just writing code to me. It's about creating an application which make difference, you know, Correct. to the people, uh, uh -huh. no matter what domain it is in. See, yeah. like I've worked on technologies which were uh, used to create uh, simulate, simulate uh, uh, engine runs, you know, of uh, mm -hmm. uh, in the avionic domain. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was able to work on uh, softwares which mm -hmm. used to test auto automobiles, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I have worked on technologies which could uh, connect to different domains and I, I was able to appreciate it. And I believe that's the way a developer has to look into it. It's just not about what you create as a code and mm -hmm. see how optimized your code is. It's about what difference your code is making Correct. application, be it, an, uh, be, be it an aircraft or be it a car or be it a uh, healthcare application or it could be a mobile application and how what customer experience it's going to create. Mm -hmm. So as a developer, if you're able to see how the user is using it, mm -hmm. right, what difference it's making to the end user, end customer, Mm -hmm. That's where the difference is made to a developer. And I believe every programmer who, every program who's getting created today or who might want, you know, want to get, you know, mm -hmm. evolved into a developer or an architect, if they're able to see that and appreciate it, you know, mm -hmm. it'll be great. It'll be really great. Yeah. So, uh, so as I understand, uh, the having domain expertise as well as the technical expertise is very important to make a code or a program meaningful and useful, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's one thing which I've always uh, have tried to coach or mentor, you know, when I used to be a uh, techie, uh, when I used mm -hmm. to have a lot of uh, people coming out from colleges working mm -hmm. with me. 
I used to tell them, yes, technology is great. People were exceptional at whatever languages they it used to be, mm-hmm. be it a Visual C plus plus or a Java or a .NET mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can be exceptional techn in terms of technology, in terms mm-hmm. of how well you know the code, how well you're able to design. Mm-hmm. But the moment you see able to see the bigger picture, mm-hmm. you're able to see how well your code is going to be applied. You know, mm-hmm. the real world scenario. That's where you. you become complete as an engineer or as a as a techie so technology plus domain is what cuts the thing yeah that, that's a, that's a very good thought to begin yeah. uh, this uh, this podcast mahesh yeah. so uh, so so our first topic uh, which i would like to introduce here is uh, you have talked about the technologies and languages that are still in demand so c c++ perl and java So, yeah. how about the new generation of uh, programmers? Say, for those who use a Node.js or mm-hmm. a Hadoop or a Python, and they have they are brought up in cloud-native world. So, absolutely. So, how do we create an ecosystem, especially in India, mm-hmm. to for these a new generation of computer programmers? Absolutely. So, it's a very relevant question because, uh, well, uh, I have been exposed to legacy technologies, and over a period of time, I have. been exposed to developers of the new technologies as well right mm-hmm. my for example i used to work in a company called langur where we mm-hmm. used to do uh, web applications and also develop mobile applications mm-hmm. so the new technologies whichever you are referring to here like node js angular or mm-hmm. so these are the current technologies and i believe the going forward with the with the with the trends continuing in terms of the artificial intelligence and the cloud computing the latest technologies are the ones which are going to make difference so people who i'm talking both with respect to the old age developers you know mm-hmm. there are still lot of people who are still working on the technology which i'm speaking about c++ vb dot net mm-hmm. the java the core java there's still core java developers available mm-hmm. but about how they migrate towards these newer technologies you know mm-hmm. because the future is all about ai you know machine learning deep learning and cloud and all this so it's about how they transition to these new technologies one mm-hmm. and second thing is how the age developers you know people who directly get into the bigger technologies like uh, the new technologies like angular and react or whatever how they are able to create softwares that make a difference because the future is all about creating products which are relevant to the uh, the to the world and uh, right? yesterday so i was yeah uh, so yesterday i was uh, you know i was driving through uh, bangalore and i saw big hoarding of hotstar mm-hmm. and it uh, the hoarding proclaimed hotstar mm-hmm. is an indian equivalent of netflix if i explain to my global users <laughs> That's uh, so Uh, and, I, and I saw a big hoarding saying that uh, come join us at uh, and there they had put a poster saying that India Pakistan cricket match or an Indian uh, cricket match requires twenty four hundred terabits of uh, bandwidth and how they mm-hmm. allocate it to keep the app up and running and it mm-hmm. was I so they put a lot of zeros after twenty four to show how what developers can come and see happening. so mm-hmm. as mobile uh, data has become more accessible as apps are becoming more dominant in the economy of uh, say and mobile based uh, application systems i say an mm-hmm. ios or an android mm-hmm. system or mm-hmm. an app store for say a mac or a windows store we mm-hmm. see nowadays we see how to create a deploy a node js app in minutes 
Earlier yes, it used to take true. days and days. Now you can simply have a Docker container and install Kubernetes on top of that and put some developer tools. So and now people are getting more collaborative. They are using GitHub if they are, want to have a lot of version controls and people are spread across time zones and geographies. So these Absolutely. technologies are a bit of more collaborative coding. Is that uh, what you agree with? And how to uh, move along the keep the old and uh, golden uh, technologies with uh, and migrate to these as well going to decent portfolio how should an indian uh, community of coders do this what are your advice advice i i completely understand i'm glad you uh, referred to the collaborative way of development so yeah. like the the old age way still is continuing sadly sadly the old way of development is still continuing where a lot of people are still uh, using the internet but using mm -hmm. the internet more for learning purposes <coughs> getting information yeah. But they are still doing the same old way of development in terms of go back, you know, start coding, you know, see if it's working, see, build it, get it, uh, you know, verified uh, by a senior developer inside their own, you know, teams or whatever. Yeah. However, still, in spite of uh, the collaborative way of development, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, wherein people could network more, be part of forums, share what they are trying to do, you know, because organizations do permit yeah. uh, to uh, sh share what they are doing and uh, probably take help from a different developer who is somewhere sitting in, in the South America or Africa or Australia mm -hmm. and probably get a better way of developing the same piece of code, you know, which can make the development cycle itself much more faster. So that mindset that mindset shift has to happen wherein a developer has to uh, collaborate with someone else because the, someone else who's sitting somewhere else has probably has done it in a much more better way than us and uh, that's the best way to develop today you know where, we can, where you can where you can collaborate so one thing i would like to advise every developer who's doing whatever may be the technology you're in if you really look up on the internet, there are forums, there are groups, you know, who are doing the same thing, what you're doing. The domain might be different. Sometimes okay. if you're lucky, a lot of people might be in the same domain and working on a similar product as what you are somewhere in different part of the world. So share what you're trying to do. Uh, just give the idea of what you're, the context of what you're trying to work on and where you're stuck upon. And I'm sure you're going to get a solution and lots of solutions, in fact, which can make your development cycle itself much more agile. So it's that is, in fact, to me, the real agility when it yeah. comes to software development, wherein you collaboratively uh, develop you know, code. Yeah. Yeah. And it has always been, if I remember Google yeah. mentioning that yeah. they stand on the shoulders of giants if they want to see ahead. And yeah. they have people have always benefit from what they have, what their predecessors have done. And they do something new on top of that code or the build on top of that stack. Yes. Uh, so we have talked, as we're talking about ecosystem, and we have talked a fair bit about how technologies are coming into this ecosystem. There's mm -hmm. another part, which is the users and the developers mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. are benefiting from these technologies. Let us focus yeah. a bit over there, over them as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, what is the mix of new developers you are seeing coming for new technologies? Is it the regular uh, people who are working and now they're adopting and getting reskilled with these technologies? Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. are these uh, new college graduates who are coming into the uh, job market and are focusing on these technologies? How is the demographic mix you are seeing? 
see like uh, see like i would like to answer this question both from a person who has been in technology and i was mm-hmm. also been a person in a leadership roles in uh, mm-hmm. in uh, in the people leadership roles as well mm-hmm. so i have been able to see uh, the people the today's developer is not just coming from the conventional you know um, colleges or institutions where earlier someone who would do coding would be mm-hmm. probably a computer science graduate or an mca but mm-hmm. today everyone is technology savvy so mm-hmm. your developer could be even a 12th pass i have seen even 12th pass you know mm-hmm. people is challenging yeah. challenging a graduate and mm-hmm. doing it much more better in fact in fact i have many examples of people who wow. just done 12th pass and doing awesome coding i do have examples right Great. and i have examples of people who would have just done a bachelor degree which mm-hmm. has got nothing to do with computer science mm-hmm. and doing code yeah second example mm-hmm. i have examples of people who are making career shifts right Great. that's really good. career shift people who are making career shift people who would have done something away from technology who start going for courses you know start learning because they look up the all these advertisement in terms of okay learn big data hadoop or whatever whatever mm-hmm. they go to this wonderful courses and out of pure passion they're mm-hmm. able to transition into the technology so mm-hmm. what's happening is a beautiful ecosystem of one of the developers is getting built novel right so it's yeah. just so, so what we're heading towards is a great thing it's a great revolution wherein the future is the next 10 20 years is all about how there's going to be a lot of technologies happening and mm-hmm. new technologies are going to be coming in every 6 months to 1 year mm-hmm. and you're going to have a huge population of developers you will have developers yes definitely and you'll have a lot of passionate developers coming as well because mm-hmm. everyone is wants to do it right mm-hmm. yeah and the the best part about the whole thing is the way mm-hmm. development itself has changed earlier it's all everyone would range reinvent the whole wheel yeah not about that now people are smarter in terms of where to take what yeah whom to consult with how to collaborate and the moment they are able to get that science of development where you where you utilize the internet really well right yeah the development cycle itself becomes much more faster and more effective right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh So now, when we see that people coming who are making a career shift and succeeding mm-hmm. in their uh, new role, uh, mm-hmm. I see it is more of a skill perspective that if you are able to pick, uh, put the big picture in your mind and understand yeah. how this technology is going to impact a particular yeah. domain, a business function, and mm-hmm. you have developed a bit of skill by going into coding sessions, hackathons, or yes. online. Uh, coding or any computer institutes you can develop those skills inherently you need not be a so education or qualification and uh, say a university degree can be enabler but they are not the be all and all exactly right? exactly exactly now what yeah. what uh, what we are heading towards is also a point of time point where mm-hmm. your education is not going to make much of a difference it's all about knowing or being aware of what skill is relevant at the moment mm-hmm. and knowing that you may be able to see it now we are in 2018 and probably 2022 2023 it's my mm-hmm. uh, what i foresee is people in schools people at 14 16 years of age mm-hmm. if they are able to know the relevance of a certain technology mm-hmm. you may be having lot of people dropping out of colleges right mm-hmm. and getting skilled in these technologies 
and be able to play the role of what a typical developer or a tester or an analyst is doing today mm-hmm. we'll be able to see it five years down the line because it's all about getting skilled and getting employed right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. getting and then people will start this parallel uh, thing will start happening five years down the line and i may, i will i foresee it happening in Indi- in the indian ecosystem as well so uh, it, this this is a very good point you know it answers my second question as well which was where to source them and i see it is across industries across colleges across industries across ages across ages is yeah. you are going to see a, a time where you are going to break the age barrier of who your developer is you probably are going to see a developer mm-hmm. sitting out of his home or mm-hmm. he may be part of your uh, your own campus you may mm-hmm. be seeing developers of 12 years 14 years 16 years mm-hmm. writing the same code as and you may be having the you may be having a diversity mix you may be having a 12 year old developer mm-hmm. sitting with a 45 year old developer as well mm-hmm. wow. because that's going to be the future and i foresee this novel that's a great uh, statement um, yes. so coming to the third point so how do we encourage students in diverse disciplines in india yes. because people immediately after 10th and 12th they take up arts and science and maybe commerce mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, they, when they are honing their craft and skills in each mm-hmm. example for example they are mm-hmm. doing very good in science and arts mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. commerce and but they as they go late, later in their life there is a business mm-hmm. application for say a uh, mm-hmm. commerce graduate who can use a tally or any accounting software a science mm-hmm. student can use a fortran for example to man his telescope right. or right. right. equipment uh, an mm-hmm. art graduate can use the same equipment to improve his quality of art or anything mm-hmm. so computer right. technologies and language languages are enabling all the fields of sciences and arts how do we right. encourage them to use this as a hobby if even if they don't want to be a coder or a programmer for earning their living but mm-hmm. doing something which can enhance the quality of work they are doing otherwise how do mm-hmm. you see that is happening uh, i would say this was it's all about making them love what they do people can be of any discipline be it a, mm-hmm. be it an art or be it science it could be any field you name it mm-hmm. but what's going to happen is uh, no field can work in future without technology right and the future is going to see a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and solopreneurs right mm-hmm. you know what a solopreneur you may be having a lot of s- small sized firms specializing in their own industry it could mm-hmm. be purely art purely creative it could be any industry as name it mm-hmm. and however each of these small firms will need technology mm-hmm. to make that firm make a difference so mm-hmm. definitely you will be having people wearing multiple hats definitely they'll be good at their domain or their industry mm-hmm. but along with that they'll be able to complement the technology aspect of it as well mm-hmm. so programming the way it is will change as well it's going to be uh, more of a very agile and much more easier way of development and mm-hmm. i do foresee that because the way things are, are evolving uh, i do see foresee people of all disciplines making use of technology making use of the agile development methods mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh, to make to create applications on their own right mm-hmm. yeah. for example i'll just give a very simple example for okay. example you know how wix works today wix uh, no can, but i would like to know tell, tell yeah. us for example if you are if you want to create a website today right mm-hmm. the, uh, you you can do it through a php or a wordpress but through wix you can create a website without not much of coding right mm-hmm. 
you do much much of a coding so even a person who is just a a, a journalist can create a website that's great right. using right. the faster development methods which in, inherently there is coding involved mm-hmm. but they don't know that they are coding in fact yeah right? yeah. yeah so uh, you will be able to see people making creating products mm-hmm. using uh, uh methods like this methods. that's really helpful because for example if i want to uh, create a blog and a link yeah. a file on yeah. my box folder or dropbox yes. and then yeah. again get a slide show there there are technologies which can quickly help me to do that and also yeah. use a wordpress yes. or a wix yeah. as you mentioned so yeah. uh, it is it will encourage people to spend their time so if you are a good photographer you mm. need not be a coder to learn yeah. coding you can be a good photographer and create a beautiful yeah. picture blog using so you can a create a website you can create an app and it can you can create a more uh, useful product as well but j- by just learning some methods yeah sitting on a code base obviously exactly and yeah. that's where the power of uh, community and ecosystem comes into picture where you can yeah. create value for everyone and help yes. each other and yes. do a better job using technology isn't yes. it yes yes yeah absolutely uh so uh now we are moving to the final point which we i would like to see uh, your opinion seek your opinions uh, mm-hmm. uh how do the larger multinationals which are operating are currently doing business in india as well as indian grown uh large companies which have become multinationals say mm-hmm. our tcs or an infosys or larger companies like an mm-hmm. ibm or a microsoft mm-hmm. how do you see their role coming up in terms of nurturing and encouraging this entire ecosystem of products as well as people who use these products in develop can you yes. give us your insights on that definitely davil in fact uh, it's a very important question and uh, and it's very important that the large mnc's you know the who is who's the their brands which have which have a greater recall because definitely there are a lot of startups getting formed but the recall is always there with the infosys and microsofts and uh, intuits mm-hmm. right googles and yeah so these brands should make a greater difference in this revolution uh, of uh, making development you know make the real difference and they can make a great impact by getting involved at the grassroots itself mm-hmm. grassroots wherein they connect socially a lot uh, mm-hmm. one example i can give you is for example how they can kind of make a difference in the grassroots when mm-hmm. for example you know the you know you know the way a hackathon works right mm-hmm. now a hackathon is done at a very different level wherein it it is either used as an um, as a, a recruitment uh, concept one or mm-hmm. it is a, or it is used as a more of a competition between multiple organizations right now hackathons are used at that level yeah uh, i would say a, a similar method can be used by bigger brands like this right from probably let's take picture this probably uh, if you if you're uh, doing an engineering yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine uh, an event like this is done every 6 months you know mm-hmm. uh, in each semester uh, mm-hmm. right right from the first semester a computer science or a mechanical or an electronic graduate mm-hmm. is made part of such events right from the start of uh, their course their mm-hmm. whole mindset is going to change about the way technology is used correct right? correct Rather than so they will start appreciating and loving technology Uh, yeah. rather than just looking at it as a technology uh, as a as a rather than look at it looking at it as a uh, as a subject which they have to probably mug up mm-hmm. uh, mug up a few programs uh, mm-hmm. completed in their lab get the marks 
and probably wait until uh, they get into projects and placements until yeah. then the technology um, the loving the technology never really happens in most students but uh, these brands can make this mindset shift by making it a habit wherein people are able to innovate right from the early days of their uh, education itself so yeah. it's just not about engineering i can talk about any degree you mm-hmm. uh, okay companies like microsoft or enfi uh, or whatever ibms they should be they should collaborate with the educational institutions mm-hmm. uh so set up uh, something like a uh, what do you call it as a center of excellence mm-hmm. uh, yeah wherein people can be part of innovations right from their early days of uh, education and this way what it will make is it will it will lead to a disruption wherein you will have people wanting to be part of uh, bigger organizations like you right from the parallel along with their education so mm-hmm. you may you may see bc you may be seeing a first year graduate right first year uh, student wanting to you know uh, rub shoulders with a, a senior developer or, or an architect of ibm mm-hmm. because the person is passionate about what ibm does for example yeah right and that's the best way to uh, identify and uh, you know bring in talent at the early days yeah, yeah. yeah that that's a very good point you know uh, because right. i see a lot of students who are say in a different branch of engineering or different mm-hmm. school of study different discipline mm-hmm. they feel that computers is something something that only computer science can do or an mca yes. this yes. is inclusive kind of a uh, environment for them to it will bring a yeah. lot of creativity uh, creativity and ideas for them to yeah. uh, come in and yeah. show their skills absolutely uh, um, for example i can tell you for example whatever probably ibm is doing something or on artificial intelligence or something on the cloud or whatever you may be doing or on big data for mm-hmm. them it's all about it's all a theory they don't know what really it is that you are doing and by the time they get to touch it it's 3 mm-hmm. years gone and that the whole uh, 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 what do you call it Uh, the whole interest level goes up their whole perspective changes because the way the education system unfortunately mm-hmm. is uh, it may not be able to the sustain it may not be able to sustain the uh, the early vibes of a developer yeah. so it's the best way to do for uh, organizations like ibm and microsoft to do it is get in touch with the students Mm-hmm. in early days when they are 18 years 17 years when they just got into these disciplines because they would have made the decision to study computer science or electronics or mechanical with lot of dreams and the moment they are able to see a bigger entity like a microsoft or ibm or google mm-hmm. you know uh, organ- employees of these organizations uh, uh, rubbing shoulders with their with these students uh, mm-hmm. talking about what products they are working on and yeah. uh, giving these people opportunity to work on them in whatever level it might be that makes a lot of difference and that will keep them inspired and and what might happen is you may be having creating a lot of entrepreneurs at a very early stage that way yeah. so uh, institutions big large mnc's have a great responsibilities in changing this the way the whole uh, ecosystem of developers itself is going to get built that that's very true and right. um as we see more uh, people moving away from websites and towards apps on their phones mm-hmm. and conversational right. way in which they are doing their business i right. see more people going into mobile based technologies and yeah. uh, creating revenue out of that so that they can use this as something which they like along with something which which they can create revenue as, absolutely 
as gig economy picks up as people are as you mentioned solo solopreneurs there mm-hmm. would be uh, experts in their domains and these technologies will be something that they should be focusing on and enterprise and larger companies have to look into this ecosystem and create value uh, i was looking into uh, wikipedia's page of programming language actually i just opened it up and mm-hmm. i found that the earliest programming language was eniac coding system okay uh, and it was uh, invented in 1943 so mm-hmm. this year i guess we are celebrating its uh, 75th birthday 20- oh awesome yes okay. so the 75 years since the first language started or was okay. used and the latest okay. language here is uh, perl 6 and c++ 17 uh, the okay. newest language is swift and others are newer editions of an old language uh, swift okay. was developed by apple in 2014 and of course there are mm-hmm. bit uh, languages which are like rust and uh, in 2010 julia in 2012 you would have a list of you name it hekel there fortran there mm-hmm. and you name it so these uh, So as if a student comes over to you, or if a new programmer comes over to you, walks over to you, or pings you on Facebook or mm-hmm. Twitter and says, "That which language should I learn? Which technology uh, should I use uh, to start my career in programming or start my hobby as a coder?" So, what would you suggest them to start with? Uh, I would suggest an object-oriented language because mm-hmm. uh, that is the future. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I would give them the toughest language. I would probably give them C plus plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, learn C plus plus to begin with. Yeah, uh, just not for too many days. Probably just for the three months to six months. Learn C plus plus and move into an object-oriented technology which is more relevant for a web or app development. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I would. probably ask them to uh, freshen up their uh, object oriented allow the real object oriented language through a language like c++ yes because that mm-hmm. should be the foundation yeah and and then uh, they should move on to say a java maybe absolutely 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 i would not tell them to start with C, with java i would tell them to start with c++ because that's tough that's really tough and mm-hmm. they would be able to appreciate the the base the base uh, the the way the the uh, system works through mm-hmm. a line of like c++ because that really touches the core of how the whole development itself is right mm-hmm. so uh, i would start them with c++ for the first 6 months 3 months to 6 months and transition them to a language like java and of course the the newer languages but the start has to be those as he prospers okay and how do you see the future of server side scripting and uh, like nodejs technologies and client facing or a ui ux kind of a uh, language base how do you see both of these picking up in india well that uh, is definitely uh, an area which is going to evolve a lot because the way the whole uh, the cloud computing uh, world uh, is changing uh, that that's something which is it's not to keep evolving as well mm-hmm. uh, with the way aws and azures the way they mm-hmm. are progressing so you will need uh, this capabilities also to be developed yeah yeah up uh, to be honest uh, in india we have seen a large growth of startups and mm-hmm. uh, in uh, different parts uh, across length and breadth uh, and we mm-hmm. see the moment a startup has got a funding has mm-hmm. got a good idea they first look out for a ui or ux developer because 
that's yes, where we see true. a lot of customer satisfaction coming from and it's a yes. beautiful yes. and intuitive interface to work with isn't it yeah so that's how, so how do you see that segment growing in the ui ux front in terms of demand and creativity and usage uh, i would say having seen the the whole uh, recruitment cycle as well i've mm-hmm. been part of the people uh, roles as well mm-hmm. uh, in fact uh, the highest need is in the ui ux space right now and uh-huh. probably uh, if someone is looking for a job how do i find a job immediately i think it's on the ui ux and the, of course web technologies so mm-hmm. yeah from answering it more from an employability scenario for short term employability i think those technologies will make a difference in terms of how quickly employable you are yeah yes uh so these uh, are couple of uh, very important points which you mentioned and i would like to recollect uh, here as uh, we are trying to uh, make sense of how we can you know uh, create and nurture this ecosystem of new generations of programmers uh, we what we saw was that we would see a flux of people coming from different backgrounds different age groups different yes. uh, maturity levels all working together yes. uh, second point is uh, i believe is that we are seeing coding to become more social rather than a single person social sitting down agile and uh, collaborative technique much more easier yeah collaborative yeah. faster yeah as well yes yeah yeah and uh, we would also see uh, students picking up these uh new technologies early if uh, there is enough motivation and encouragement from larger companies uh, yes. who have a important role to play in developing an uh, ecosystem in india uh, mahesh uh, it has been a pleasure talking to you uh, so tell me what you are working what is the interesting thing we are working on at present I'm well right now uh, see like i work for the 17 years and uh, mm-hmm. different kind of corporates different big corporates like robert bosch and mysis mm-hmm. and quarks and uh, so i worked across domains as i must have shared during my course of my interview uh, and i worked for large organizations and small organizations as well mm-hmm. and i realized in the course of working with uh, all kinds of organizations that the one thing which most organizations are struggling to put in place is uh, uh one simple thing called as operational excellence right uh-huh. uh, to operational excellence sounds a little bit uh, complicated uh, it's about uh, being more productive at work uh-huh. doing work with the greatest quality rather uh-huh. uh, doing things faster yeah okay so to me it's about productivity quality and agility and uh, it's given a big management jargon word the word which is used is called as operational excellence mm-hmm. and uh, my in- mission at the moment is to enable organizations to have the best operational excellence be it a mm-hmm. startup or a large M- mnc Mm-hmm. so and that can happen only when you align three core elements of an organization organization mm-hmm. which is uh, people mm-hmm. uh, the next thing is the processes and mm-hmm. the third thing is technology right mm-hmm. so i am aligning these three things people process and technology mm-hmm. to help organizations of all sizes to have their operational excellence in the best possible uh, way right mm-hmm. so be it a startup even a startup wants its employees to be productive which wants to deliver products of high quality mm-hmm. and it wants to roll out products in the faster time frame so yeah. operational excellence matters when for a startup 
and of course it matters for an organization like ibm microsoft too because they are also working on um, ensuring that their employees are productive they want quality products and services and they want faster turnaround times as well so it's a common challenge on professional excellence and i'm trying to help uh, enable this in organizations through a framework which aligns people processes and technology and that's my that's what i'm currently working on so mm-hmm. yeah so this sounds interesting mahesh so uh, if there are people who are interested uh, who are listen to this podcast so where do they find you online how how can they reach you uh, uh linkedin is the best possible way for for people to connect to me and what's yeah. your handle there uh, it's mahesh shadri okay perfect yeah. and uh, where else can they um, reach uh, you otherwise i'm also on twitter it's at mahesh shadri uh, can you spell it out m a s e m m a h e s h mhm Uh, S-H-E-S-H-A-D-R-I. Perfect. Yeah. And, uh, do you and apart from website? that, I do have my own uh, website, maheshashadri.com. So people who, I do keep blogging about uh, the mm-hmm. same elements, people, process, technology, entrepreneurship and leadership. People can definitely uh, visit my website to visit my latest blogs as well. So sure. that's another way people can reach me. Definitely. uh so thank you everyone to the listeners who tuned in and listened to our pod- podcast uh today we had uh, mahesh shadri with us uh, in conversation talking about how coding in india and an evolution is progressing and uh, unfolding in front of our eyes uh please do reach out to us to me or mahesh if you have any questions any feedback any suggestion uh this podcast will be up uh in the first week of february if you are listening it it will be around 3rd of fourth february today and uh, you will find it available on his website or his twitter handle and his linkedin page as well thank you so much and any closing comments amahesh uh well uh, thank you for giving this wonderful topic evolution of coding in india because uh, the feature is all about passionate development mm-hmm. passionate people passionate about technologies people's mm-hmm. passionate about domains mm-hmm. and because that will help in creating uh, products which have yeah. been created with a lot of passion products which make a difference to the world and mm-hmm. it begins with uh, very passionate uh, coding yeah yeah thank so, you so this talk is indeed a very interesting discussion i would love to have mahesh again on my show very quickly uh to understand what is he working on next and yeah. our dear listeners do tune in again sometime early next week to catch the next episode of in conversation with and you will get to know who is my next visitor on my twitter feed uh, subscribe to me at uh, navel singh ibm on linkedin on at navel singh ibm on twitter and the same id on facebook and uh, on blogspot thank you so much for joining and have a really good day Goodbye. thank you